Welcome to the Friendly Geordies Podcast. Miss Love <coughs> is uh, <coughs> going to show you a special trick. Wait, wait, let me put the camera wow. on first, first. He's exhaling. He's exhaling. Look at him go. It's like one of those smoking monkeys wait. that Lionel Hutz gives out. What about this, Miss? I got a head rush. Oh, that was even He's sick. Breathing. You can breathe weird. out too. So this is going to be a really informative podcast. It's going to be these two trying to blow rings. We're, we're not going to do it anymore. Yes, we are. Um, hey, <laughs> don't lie. It's not over yet. At the end of this pod, this is going up someone's member. And I think we all know who that is. Ah, who you are, please me. Please me. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, the God. perfect shape. Um, <sighs> okay. How are you all? I'm just How going to put it, it up there. Come out. How's Just everyone going? Banana That's okay. That, enough of the banana. Uh, everyone's going great. Let's move to our first topic. Everyone's been extremely excited to hear about this, Jordan. Give me that. Mm. What has life post Bruz the Eternal been like for you? I've been really sleepy. I <clears throat> don't really look at my socials, but everybody is saying, man, it's going off. Everyone's talking about it. But you just expect this after a while. You know what I've realized? I'm so tired of reactions, whether they're positive or negative. Just after a while, it's just the same thing over and over. That was mad. Oh, you went too far on that one. I don't know if I agree with you on this one, Geordies. So I just, look, I'm here to say... I don't read your comments. <laughs> Dude, that, you got to pay the That's man. That's a bit harsh. No, but you got to pay the man. Like, no, no, I understand. Look, I, we both of us know his life really well. Yeah, yeah, and we know how, it's, it's in order funny. to be sane, you have to do it. It's just funny that it's like, how many reactions, how many variety of reactions can you elicit? And it's like, those are the only reasonable ones. But it's just like, okay, what's your personal opinion? You thought it was good and then, but you went a bit far. Okay, what about yours? You thought it was good, but I went a bit even further okay what's yours you think i didn't go too far okay <clears throat> what's yours just thought it was good okay oh maybe too far oh look i'll get back to you to see if you thought it was too far what do you think it was it was good not too far uh no it wasn't too far what do you you know what i mean like it's yeah <laughs> it's having said that the one comment that i cared about was isaac but see i was on the news didn't care what their response was. I assumed that it was, uh, is Jody McKay distancing herself from Friendly Jordy? <coughs> is Channel 9 being mean to Gladys Berejiklian? No. I assumed that was theirs. The only one that I actually cared about was real news, which was the butch man <laughs> sending me a text going, that was fucking mad, Jordy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Dude, why all the hate for that man? Yeah, Buttfield is also a mad cunt. Yeah. Pardon me. There's a real guy getting to the bottom of things. I don't know what his most recent thing was. Something about like, watch all this gay time shit. What the fuck? <laughs> Why are you tuning into my in uh, exclusive coverage of the Deputy Premier's corruption? That's the real corruption. <laughs> but well, I look, I don't know. I've, I, got, I, I've I, got a question. I know I, I'll, I'll guide it to this. Is there any part of you that's scared? Of what's happening next? Yep. No. Even a little bit. I'm scared that he's not going to sue. <laughs> <laughs> because 
Man, you know what suing is? Just more of these ball keychains getting circulated. Which, by the way, available at friendlyjordies.com. Uh, interesting story about How this. How offended would you be? Ali, come on. If someone just made a keychain of you with some testicles. I think it'd be. Would that give you the shits? Yeah. I don't know. I think I'd be like, I've made it. Yeah, I'd like You reckon? It. You'd be into this. Yeah, it's so funny. I'd be like, come on. Man, you gotta, you, you it's have to, pretty offensive. It is, but it, 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 you have to just take it. You just have to be like, it's a joke and it's a funny joke. I'll take yeah. it. See, this is the thing that no one was paying. What I hear in the news, really, the, the, the six o'clock news segment should have been that. Don't you think? Just putting that on air for five minutes straight. Mm. No commentary, just circling it <laughs> over and over again. What? what do you mean, Which, a video? By the way, according to Jordan, and this is a true story, because I got the um, the keychains and the designs made or whatever, um, Jordan was of the impression, was of the firm belief that these keychains are worth so much more <laughs> than they are. Yeah. And, I thought and we were getting fleece. Look, the, the fact of the matter is these keychains... Do exist because we are scared that we were gonna we're gonna have to fork up thousands and thousands of dollars in legal fee. So you understand why they're overpriced, oh, but at the same I didn't time, know that. yeah, it's a piece it's, of memorabilia. It's, well, it's just a fund. It's pretty uh, much just a token saying that you're supporting the cause. Oh, of one of the richest men in Australia gotcha. suing me. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit late of, in the party of the company I work in, but I, I'm, I'm now I get it. But Does explain the neck beard? Nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> well, how does that explain the neck beard? Does that mean I'd be like well, on it's 4chan? It's so amazing that I haven't seen you for 10 days and your first response was, why didn't you tell me that I've got a neck beard? I, I really don't know how to answer that uh, because well, like, think that's long how and hard. space-time continuum works. <laughs> I'm not the same as you. I don't have extra sensory powers. <laughs> I know that if I grew a neck beard, you would wake up in the middle of the night and be like, uh, uh, maybe think about shaving it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is I'm pissed off that I can grow a neck beard. It's like, fuck you, God, if there is a God. Why you know? are you pissed? Do you know a lot of people get like hair transplant on their beards because they want to have a thicker beard no yeah but not yeah. on their neck no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not on their neck can you imagine just on the neck like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yuck. Oh. this is all shape all right let's do that no <laughs> if we get no yeah if we get to say a 99 percent in a vote saying should miss love shave <laughs> all of his facial hair except for the neck We'll go to a short break. We'll make him shave it. He can come back. We don't even have shearers. This shit's not going to come off with a fucking... Um, that's not, look, but what if we have <laughs> 10 razors? Because I did go away no, for a while. I've got a lot of really listen, shit Listen, beats. listen, listen. This is what we'll do. I'll, I will. If that, this is the olive branch. <laughs> the olive branch is yeah. I'll wait till next week. And then sh bring your shaver, and then I can shave no, I this one. No, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. There's no way. <laughs> I'll cut my fat. No, it's I've I've tried to do it with the beard, and it's like, it's no, it's not going to happen. It's like long, painful. <laughs> I no. So you'll come back, and you'll have a bunch of pieces of tissue paper on your face. <laughs> yes. Where's the downside? It hurts for me, not for you. Yeah, but you got to suffer for your art. Yeah, I thought you and were let's a Christian. Let's be honest, that is your art. Dumb I, radio press. Yes, <laughs> but I, can't, I don't want to suffer that much. 
suffering through success. I have my limits. <sighs> You're really uh. letting what I assumed was your occupation in life, which is musician slash prank monkey. Everyone's saying next love, please. Uh, uh. Next love. Look, I next missus, come early. What do you think about Richard Nixon? <laughs> we'll be getting to that later. No, we won't. We're getting Don't to it change now. The subject. We're getting All to right, it right, now. Yeah, bring it back. I suppose we have changed the subject. We have Ross. changed the subject, but let's bring it back. Uh, what do you think about? Uh, we did read the Australian article on the video. What do you think of the mainstream media's take on the suing issue? Well, as I'm constantly pointing out, I'm glad that Kevin Rudd is sticking it to Murdoch. But someone has to stick it to nine Fairfax. This is my new go-to line about them. It's the evil of the Murdoch empire combined with the cuntiness of the ABC. <laughs> What's to like? Wait a sec. And isn't it... Wait. No, no, that's The Guardian, right? That's The, the Guardian and Fairfax are different things, correct? Yeah. Okay, just All right. It. Yeah. Isn't it scary that you are one of the most knowledgeable people about how the press works in the country? Not scary to me, but probably to the rest of the uh, the population. But the he Guardian, proven, he has said nothing incorrect so far. So bullshit. Is, well, the Guardian is separate to Nine Fair. Oh, okay, cool, you cool, so cool, cool, cool. Yeah, just, just but the the media. <laughs> Continue your line of thought. It was really a news podcast. Just jumping in there because I was thinking in my mind, I'm like, I don't think Jordan would necessarily tear down The Guardian. So I'm just clearing that up. He should. Uh, except for a few people that write for The Guardian. Well, the fact that it's Malcolm Turnbull's favorite paper, it should say something. Well, really? Turnbull is... Well, are you well, serious? You're Isn't it amazing that even though... Nine Fairfax pretty much should just be called the uh, Turnbull Simp Channel. Even he reads it and is just like, mm, bit crap. <laughs> Wants to read The Guardian instead? I think he doesn't even agree with The Guardian. I think that Turnbull's doing a sort of like, you know, <clears throat> he's doing a sort of like flip. 180. Of, yeah, he's doing a 180 of just being like, I want people to like me, so I'm going to just talk about climate change a bit. And it's like, it's so, it's, it's just like, dude, it's fucking lame, you know? It's like you, you had a chance whilst you were in power and to just sort of jump on the, this bandwagon now is weak and lame and, you know. And proves everything that the Murdoch press says about him, which is that he is secretly a Labor prime minister. Yeah, right. I mean, look, I think it's... I, think it's I do think that they're apt on that. Well, why couldn't he just be like an openly Labor prime minister and join the <laughs> Labor Party? No one can like. You know why? Why, any, why know does why. no one care about that? That he is such a spineless man that he chose a party based. I'm guessing on a flip of a coin. I don't think it was a flip of a coin. I thought he, he just looked in. at the trajectory and realized, hmm, I could be in the Labor Party and be permanent opposition, or I could get my name in the history books that yeah. people will glean over to until there's an actual substantive prime minister. <laughs> but my CV will look even more impressive than it already does. Yeah. You're 65. What job do you want? I have to ask though, like with the <clears throat> with the whole suing thing, again, I'm late to the party. I know I work here, but I'm late to the party. Because you haven't seen the video. <laughs> I haven't seen the video yet. <laughs> but, uh, but but what I, but what I wanted... So obviously his commentary is the most important. <laughs> but no, I, you know, I wanted to ask... <clears throat> I don't know if I'm supposed to say it, but the lawsuit bomb was dropped ages ago to us. Hmm. So... 
surely like you personally for us you know the sort of like the sort of like hysteria hysteria and steam of the situation is not as poignant as it is for the rest of the people because i got a few calls from people today like oh my god i'm just like what and it's old news I gotta go, man. God damn. <laughs> so good. And then us today just be like, such a tough day. Had udon noodles, went to the sauna, and now you're dropping this on me. That is no, I'm, I'm trying to relax here. This, um, is, this is how I genuinely found out about uh, the, the, the letter. I was here maybe yeah. like what, however many weeks it was ages ago, ago yeah. months ago, whatever. And I kept my tea on top of a paper. Yeah, that's right. And I looked at it. If it's an important <laughs> paper, and I was like, and I wrote my hey, Jordan. Have you are you aware of this? He's like, oh yeah, yeah I forgot to tell you. He's suing us. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. All right, anyways, what else is going yeah, yeah. on? And then I proceeded to write the tracking <laughs> that explains number. Explains the coffee stain, mug. Yeah, they thought it was blood. Everyone thought it was blood, and it was Me like, no, too. It's I coffee. thought it was. It wasn't blood. So I remember my nose bleeding and being like, uh oh, it's just gonna get worse. <laughs> But hey, Ali, I think you're <laughs> overlooking the fact that I wrote the tracking number for my guitar pedal on there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then ripped a piece out of the front page of it so that he could write down a number when he missed the number that he was supposed to get for his guitar pedal. That's how much Isn't that can. great? So I went to South Australia, came from South Australia, went back, he wrote that down being like, okay, can't miss this. I'll put it on an important piece of paper to recognise how important it is. Oh, I miss it. Okay, well, I don't see any other way out of this. I'm going to have to desecrate this piece of paper. Despite the fact we're in an office, there's many pieces of paper here. It was the closest piece. <clears throat> but it really goes to show how much we give a shit about like huge things. That but are you know what? I remember telling him, Jordan, you should give a little bit more of a shit about this than I remember you currently that too. are. I remember that too. But like, because look, and that was my lawyer's advice as well. <laughs> Duly noted to both of you. <laughs> Dude, we suck. We we okay. All I'm trying to point out is to everybody watching, because you guys are sort of like you know you're you're not fair weather fans. We're just as funny in real life. We actually, we're not pretending. We don't go like shut the cameras off and be like, all right, optics and uh, lawyers and looking at the deep side of optics and all the angles of lawsuits and what could happen. No, I write my guitar pedal number on it. Yeah, and then we go into, okay, overdrive. What will piss John Barillaro off the most? All right, we'll wait for a public venue and then we'll I'll dress up as a female super uh, Luigi female. Um, and I'll start yelling obscenities at him and then Christo will just not fuck off when <laughs> all, all of the other guards just jumped on me and pushed me out. That is a self. So there was no one left except for some Neanderthal that was just like, Psh. well, uh, that was plan A. <laughs> but what have I got left? Mm, go away. Let's not forget. <laughs> let's not forget also, nationals like, taking selfies with you. Yeah, yeah that's what happened. Hey, Isn't that amazing? Wearing, that, our, wearing the fucking merch. I, I don't think they yeah. were nationals. No, they were nationals because we talked to one of them <clears throat> for some reason. There was a guy that was there that met us when we were going up to Queensland. Christo and I were flying up. He was there on the night and he gave us an inside scoop of what happened after we got booted out, after the guards figured out that Christo was still there annoying him and they dragged him away as well. 
This guy said that John Barilaro just got the mic up. I was like, fuck, what a dick. I mean, hasn't this guy ever heard of Menace? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fucking such a rude cunt. Just went off for like the next half hour while he was supposed to be there doing his stock status speech of, yeah, I think climate change is happening. I just don't think it's going to be happening now. Relax. <laughs> so it got him off of that. <laughs> and uh, this guy was telling us the loyal diehard fans that were there that you definitely it says everything you need to know that when I'm there at a speech that John Barilaro is the keynote speaker and I crashed it everyone's cheering for me Bizarre, yeah. I'm out afterwards and they want to take selfies with me except for a few crow magnons that clearly want to get a seat in New South Wales Nats at some point. Everyone else was cheering for me. Uh, and then I said, why is that happening? And he said, because the only reason anyone joins the Young Nationals is because there's a bar tab. Oh. Respect. I mean, that's the only reason. I, I respect that. Of course, Muso goes respect. Go be a member. <laughs> Hey, I care about regional Australia too. I should join. You do. Don't you reckon? That's a, you know what else is really scary? He was saying that when they were asking questions about what about this regional rail line that you promised, where's that? John Barilaro's stock standard response to anything about infrastructure, environment, educational health is, that's Labor stuff. Shut the fuck up. What, what am I, the Labour Party? Why are you asking me about trains? So what's he interested in? I think he's interested he wants to be in chef. getting more fucking money for himself. Allegedly. I don't think he has... Allegedly, I don't know, but he defers all nice. of the governing things to the opposition party and says, right. well, why don't you ask them? Because they're in opposition, dude, and you're the guy that's supposed to sign off on these things. Yeah. And I don't think that he understands that. I was talking to another person that uh, was saying that they had to sit next to John Barilaro in a conference. Mm. And I said, what is he like? And he said, dumb as fuck. Because he was saying the same things. Every time they said, what's your plan for New South Wales? He'd stare at them with a blank face. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the second most powerful man in the state, making all the decisions. A man that is physically incapable of making decisions. Just a thought. Can we get sued as well? <laughs> <laughs> um, can we get sued as well? No. Oh. Yeah, you haven't said anything. Both of you are just nervously glancing yeah, around while I'm yeah, yeah. sitting <laughs> here with a gavel. Guilty, guilty. Put him to the gallows. But he would have Despite the fact that we us. have gavels in this studio as well, just using a mallet. <laughs> like, yeah, old school friendly Geordies, whatever works. Yeah, but what do you mean it could affect us? Why? In different ways. Um, we get a bad Look, let's, rap. let's assume in this crazy world, mm. Barilaro wins the defamation case. He's gonna, they'll put a amount of money that Jordan would has to pay. Jordan doesn't have any assets. Mm -hmm. So they'll <laughs> well. say all the profits from the enterprises would go to us, which includes our what? livelihoods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So you but two will be working argue. for John Barilaro. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great as part of the settlement? Uh, he just comes in every week. And does the pod with you guys. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God. So uh, the queen's dead, huh? Oh, that's sad. She was a nice lady. <laughs> hey, that picture of me is a bit crooked. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Okay, it's time for the Barrel Arrow Cooking Hour pork chops this week. <laughs> Fuck, I'd be into it. Yeah, that's a great pot. Yeah, <laughs> I'd just be like, I like I'll, I'll make the au jus, mate. I brought the wine. But they replace Ali as the brains of the group with that <laughs> Neanderthal saying, Leave us alone! So you're just hanging oh, out with those shit. two? And let's be honest, you would prefer it. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like my new like, friends. Yeah, it's true. Fuck. All right, yeah, well. look, in summary, all I'll say is that I think what's new, that guy's a moron, which is why you're suing a comedian with no assets. It's amazing. It's just like do you have a content generator. The smart thing to do was <laughs> yeah. to just pretend that I don't exist. Yeah. Now, that genie is out of the bottle. Mm. I can't advise you any further at this point, and I think that I'm giving you <laughs> the best advice out of your entire legal team that just want to make money and are trying to get somebody who has no money yeah. sued. So is this what happens at that point? It would just be like John Barillaro versus a stone that has no blood. So is this the same scenario? Again, I know I work here, but is this the same scenario as uh, as uh, Clive? Is it just verbatim the same <laughs> in regards to in regards to? No, I think the the the, uh, the, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The uh, legal repercussions? Yeah, yeah. The no, the fuck. What they're suggesting you've done, like, is, there, is it just going to be? Is going to play out the same way? The accusations. Yeah, it's the same exact it kind of case. So it's the, the same, same accusations, case, but dumber because it's John Barillaro instead of Clive. Because with Clive, it just fell through where it's like, no, it's not defam defamation. Right? Yeah. No, it didn't go through that. It's just that <clears throat> the other thing is, first of all, like defamation legislation has a very specific satire clause that if it's a satire, it's not defamation. Yeah. Which is essentially all of Friendly Jordy's yeah. enterprise is satire. Yeah. And the other thing is, imagine you go into a courtroom. On the on one hand, you have one of the most powerful, one of the richest people in the country mm. who hold public office, get paid by taxpayer money, by people like us, suing a comedian <laughs> that's talking about uh, special extinction. Do you think... That's going to go down well with the judge. Well, My guess is the judge will be sympathetic <laughs> towards Jordan. Really? Yeah, 100%. Unless it's an extremely serious allegation yeah. that is completely unfounded, See, because, yeah. not based on satire, but mm. a genuine thing. The thing is, like... I've and let's <coughs> be honest, I'm going to push for a jury. I'm not going to leave it to a judge. Right. So well, I'll have see, 12 random members of the public saying, hey, do you think it's a good idea that this man brags about his corrupt dealings, yeah. brags about deliberately propping up electorates that favour him. Mm. Do, you, do, you, do you like that? Mm. Do you like the fact that this guy doesn't care or seem to understand that he is responsible for a thousand species on the endangered list? Mm. You think that that's a responsible thing? I suppose, yeah. You know what it really... I should just walk in with dressed as the Joker and be like, okay, shit, shit, Empty your pockets, Mr. Shanks. One thing of flint, a pocket knife, a single Joker card. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest, he is the fucking Joker. He is. Look, Heath Ledger. And, yeah, look, at the end of the day, with very limited understanding of defamation lawsuits from my end, yeah. I am. if someone was to put odds onto who's going to win this case based on the facts, I would give... 90% of Jordan and 10% of Barilaro. And 
What I, we were looking at the defences for defamation. All of them are in my favour. Mm. Satirist, honest opinion. It is my honest opinion that he's a stupid, fat idiot. I, I genuinely do think that. I know that's shocking. Yeah. I know it might not even be grammatically correct, which is hilarious that he is suing me for something that like, he's not even pointing out how dumb the insult is right. to begin with. He's yeah. genuinely offended by that. And I will also be pointing out in the lawsuit that any time there was a fact... The fact was extremely damning on him that he didn't seem to understand it was. And he got a lot of those facts wrong, misrepresented any of that, didn't spell Labor correctly, meaning that not only does he defer <laughs> no, everything to the opposition when it comes labor. to rail, yeah, he did that. I but the thing labor. that he did get correct was every one of my insults to him. So really, all he cares about is that someone was calling him names. Yeah. And he's sitting around saying, what What do you mean? I'm allowed to make as much money as I like and fuck over an enti- entire ecosystem. It's not just one, all of them. And you're not allowed to be mean to me, okay? Is that the law? Oh. Is, is that the, the society we live in? Shit. Because you check. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is a perfectly uh. fair opinion to have. <laughs> but Everyone goes crazy. Yeah. Sorry, go it's on. a fair opinion to have if you're not in public service. Mm. <laughs> you can't be a person that's responsible for the livelihoods of the most populous state in the country and then be sensitive. Mm. You like it, It's like being a celebrity and then being mad at the fact that there's paparazzi outside, you know? It's really strange. If you wanted to be liked and truth be told, on a personal level, I do like John Barillaro a lot because every time I look at him, I think Yilmaz. <laughs> Yilmaz if he was Deputy Premier. Pretty much. Don't you reckon? Yeah. But it's just like, dude, just be a TikToker. Be a YouTuber. Don't be in charge of a state. Yeah, he should just That's do a his- crime. Like, you're an idiot and you would be very famous and loved if you were just Spanian 2.0. Or just do just a cooking like, show. Yeah, okay, rural logic. <laughs> Say you want to buy a giant mansion, but you don't have enough money for no, the no. mansion. You should get some favours. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> what if the, what if the uh, judge is a lib plant? And the judge is is just a fucking paid off by the gnats and the libs and they put you away, they, they do you in. Which would be extremely likely, which is definitely why we would be going to a jury. Well, that's not but up to the you. The other thing is nah, I stand you, by... You can review cases. It's That's not up to you, though. I, I don't think... To the jury? Yeah, that's up to me. What? Well, I get to determine if I wanted to go to a I judge or a jury. Oh, you could have a jury in defamation cases, but I might be wrong about Shit. that. Shit. Well, I don't know. It's just that's what my defo lawyer was saying. Yeah, well, Definitely if he's saying it, then, then you jury, could. Yeah, and yeah. we will just be wheeling out that video of me being like, his face is on some nuts. So the jury sits there. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's they're no just way. They're going to laugh it out of you. court. But uh, the Plus, main yeah. takeaway is, look, even if I do get sued for every penny that I have, I don't care. Yeah, that's this your, is my that's your overarching most angry point, as always, is the press. I expect John to be an idiot. And I find that kind of just fun, interesting fodder to attack. And I think that we've done enough to, uh, you know, draw attention to how bad the nationals are, particularly on a state level. The thing that angers me so much more is all of these journalists that know he's bad and will protect him to mm. earn money. Yeah. And the best defence that they have, the thing that they say to make themselves sound good, is that 
we don't want to be sued despite the fact that they have defamation insurance. So so that's that's Jesus. worth that's worth these going extinct. Yeah? Fuck. Arbitrary figures in bank accounts that don't really exist. It's yeah. just there on a computer screen and you don't want to see that number go lower. <laughs> and that's you being a good person. Uh, fuck. And if any of the barrel arrows That's so angry and also 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 attacking <sighs> the guy that actually has the balls to say you're a bad person for making animals go extinct. Instead mm. of attacking the guy making them go extinct, attacking the guy doing that because they don't like the fact that he drew, dressed up in a Luigi costume. Such evil people. Uh, for a dollar. Yeah, that's not... That's, that's, a, that's, that's... You really can't, you know... Uh, but you're not dead. It's serious shit. You can't... It's, it's sad <laughs> and, it, you know, the, the man's right. But there, but you, wait, I think I want to make you realize this. They're wired differently to you. Like I, when Jordan says this, I don't care about every penny. I can assure you, he does not. Like he's been he, poor a long, he, lot longer. No, it's not that he doesn't. He doesn't like having money or the idea of Come being on, able to have he money. He doesn't. But he <laughs> he doesn't need money. He's not motivated by it a single bit. No. In fact, out of the three of us, <laughs> the kami is probably the most motivated by it. <laughs> How crazy is that? The guy wearing red and the libertarians just like, lentil is anything, you pay whatever you want. <laughs> but to be fair, if, if anyone's motivated by money, Friendly Geordie's is not the place, you know? No. So it's it, all, everyone in the staff of Friendly Geordie's is not strictly motivated by money. No but these way. guys, I, who th these guys find like the journalist that you're referring to they find value in themselves. Like you find value in the fact that you have made the world a slightly better place, that you are exposing certain dodgy dealings that need to be exposed. That's what- Let's be really, he cares, eco-fascist. He cares about the environment e and sustainability. Yeah, and the fact and that if, if that one extra frog- by yeah. If that one extra frog <laughs> survives, it makes you happy. Like yeah. I'm of the opinion it's that really they cool. should go, frog. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But but that's what really matters to you. Those guys, what matters to them is being able to send their kids to really private school, like expensive private schools, being able to afford a house in a place that's extremely expensive. That they find that's what they think is successful life looks like. Yeah. So And I'm saying that those people are shit cunts. I hate yeah. them so much, yeah. especially because <laughs> it's I fair, kind dude, of under, as when John Barillaro was saying, <clears throat> isn't the whole point of politics to pork barrel? That is a fair interpretation of what politics mm. is. There is no fair interpretation of saying the point of journalism is to cover for corrupt politicians because it makes you rich. Yeah, it's kind of like. Yeah, it's by so it's kind of worse because it's allowing it to happen. I mean, you said it pretty well in, in I think it was the yours and ours thing of just being like, you know, the the joke about like the mind being like, thanks from the back end, you know, like it's kind of the arm of the the propaganda arm of of the pot. You know, it's almost it's worse because at least he's saying that. You know, it's kind of in a well, way it's too honest. dumb to realize that that's probably something that shouldn't be said publicly. No, but it's actually. In a way, it's cool because it's like, dude, yeah, he's being honest about it. And like the people at City Morning Herald or whatever are not, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think that's the most infuriating yeah. part about it all. Yeah, I can, I, I totally agree with you. I completely agree with you. It's like, and it's cool that I think you're the only person in the country uh, and Michael West, right? Like, it just doesn't seem to be, uh, 
Uh-uh. Yeah. Prawny. Oh, of Prawny. course. On his and fucking course, <laughs> Paul Murray live on Sky News at 9 p.m. <laughs> Pro- yeah, yeah, of course. And Prawny with his uh, hit show from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. regional. Whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> yes. Isn't he getting big? Yeah, he is. Bullshit. Yeah, at a meme value. He's pretty... And he should be because it's pretty much David Koch no, Radio. He is good. He is good. <laughs> Just in case... Why? oily version of- Do you think he's swaying the boom? The boom shake shake booms? Uh, yeah, I think that he's getting a... I think that he was starting to build an audience <laughs> off of the back of me... Of older people that listen to me, okay. and I think that that's a good thing to counter the two GB giant that he's yeah. there, at least telling true. it like it is, true, true, instead true. of just regurgitating what the Murdoch talking points yeah, are for yeah, that yeah. day. But <clears throat> look, as we have shown, nine Fairfax, at least to us, and I truly do think that uh, generally for society. Nine Fairfax is way worse than the Murdoch press. And at least the Murdoch press is boss. They're kind of like, if you double-cross us, we will beat your fucking head in. Whereas <laughs> Nine Fairfax is just a bunch of whiny private school kids sitting there dobbing on you. Mm. That's their job. <coughs> Prefects that were saying, yes, Jacob didn't wear a tie today. Yeah. Worse just on that level. But... If you zoom out, <laughs> they have been much more aggressive in trying to take us down mm. than the Murdoch press has hmm. because I think that the Murdoch press more or less sits there and admires the bulls. And they still, I think and yeah, the Murdoch press would like fast forward, we, right? We are just – yeah, like I personally like the politicians that the Murdoch press protects more than the politicians that Nine Fairfax protect. I think that the wets are – the worst part of the Liberal Party and they deserve to have as much, you know, ire and venom dumped on them as, I don't know, your Tony Abbott's. I truly do believe this. There's so much worse. The ones that say, oh, we believe in climate change. It's just so hard to do anything. Why? Because I want to stay in power. Yeah, yeah. It's, again, it's just an yeah. extension of their ideology, which is of Nine Fairfax, which is no ideology. And I heard it in the Senate hearings. I was listening to Malcolm Turnbull talking about his experience with the Murdoch press, and they were saying, "Do you feel culpable for this? That when you were in the position to tighten regulation around media ownership, you loosened it?" And he said, "Absolutely not. I think that it was important that there was a media empire that could rival the Murdoch press that could make." me look good and that is exactly what's happened since nine and fairfax have merged they have become a secondary murdoch empire for the lame faction of the liberals that don't even say base shit just Mm. sit there and tut tut everything right they've gone and (laughs) just become this huge protection racket for the berejiklians and the matt keens of the liberal party and now that they own 2gb before when Ray Hadley was by himself, they kind of just let him run loose and he was really damaging to Murdoch's, uh, sorry, to Malcolm Turnbull's mm. prime ministership. <coughs> then when the corruption scandal came out about Gladys Berejiklian, he was originally very critical, but he didn't go on about it for two years straight. He shut up about it about two days in and that's because now his boss is Peter Costello. That's the shift that's happened. Mm. 
So I'm really glad that they are the ones attacking me, is what I'm saying in short. Mm. I, I think that it's much better that the Murdoch press is constantly going for Rudd. I want nine Fairfax going for me. Even like when I was Fuck. reading the... Um, <laughs> Splits that. Splits the, it. I, I, we, none of us have seen the nine news clip because we can't find it. Tell us how to find it. We want to see it. But we did read the, yeah, the Australian. The one thing that was... Well, Jordan's reaction was, well, why do you think that's surprising? But the thing that annoyed me the most about their um, reporting of the, the video and suing... Synopsis. They... they look, they, they reported it like it is. They said, oh, he's being sued, blah, blah, blah. Threatened to get sued. But the entire discourse in the article was Jordan calls uh, Bruz, uh, um, uh, he, he, he speaks an Italian accent which Bruz thinks is racist and hence Bruz got annoyed and now there's a suing thing. There is not a single mention about mm. the actual substance which is the environmental issues that mm. surround all of this. Mm. That it's not that Jordan, you minus the environmental issue, Jordan doesn't care if he's bros, Mario or whatever. So you should at least acknowledge it that mm. the entire focus and the entire beef with uh, the deputy premier is not about the fact that he's Italian. That's a joke. <laughs> it's amazing that well, that he's second year. It's about the fact that his <laughs> Imagine party. Imagine that was your cross the dial. Get Italians out of Australia. Fucking hell, just insane. But it, it, a person that doesn't know anything about the issue when you read it. They would think that a YouTuber has an issue with the deputy premier because he's Italian. They've skewed it. They've skewed. It's the magnifying glass thing. Be like, look what he shared. I mean, Jordan Shake was like, yeah, why would you be surprised? Why would they even mention it? It was like, you know, just. You'd expect it. Even just a little bit somewhere. What would happen if you just never, if you never went for the angle of like, he's Italian or whatever, which I think is genius. But if you didn't do that, would it be the case that they just wouldn't even pick it up? Yeah, of course. They I used to them. rail about John Barillaro destroying yeah. Kosciuszko National Park and just in that one instance putting 27 species on the endangered list. Absolutely nothing. I made fun of him for being Italian. What the fuck? You fucker, I can't believe that shit. So, so now bizarre. you've just realised, okay, that's your chink in the armour. I'm just going to pay you guys out for your ethnicity from now on because it at least gets headlines that will then get people back to the point, yeah. which is that these fucks are getting rich by destroying Australia's unique ecosystems. Fuck, dude, you know, at least it gets attention on it. Yeah, fuck, it's so, so, it's so depressing. whatever, I'll take that cross. It, it, it's so ridiculous. Like, it's, I'm sorry, but like, you know... Uh, what are they called? Like, you know, Jordan's favorite show, Auntie Donna. There's a lot of Italians like, I'm gonna make a pizza. You know, we're Croatian. I'm fully Croatian. Like, sorry, you're really grasping Wait, do you look straws. down on him because he's a halfy? Yeah, look, Scots are pretty tough, you know, <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll pay that, you know, he's not like, he's not, he's not Anglo. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> It's like, it's like, it's, it's just like, it's just like, come on, dude. Like, is it, is it, if, if, what if, what if an Italian pays out another Italian? Is that right? This is just ridiculous. It's the constant deflection. But it's so, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, but. In what about Fat Pizza? Do you watch Fat Pizza and go, call the police. It's doing an accent and it's called Fat Pizza. This is so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. But I think that. 
up until now, that has been their go-to strategy for character assassination. It's always, <clears throat> uh, okay, let's look into sex scandals. No, no sex scandals. Let's look at something that they've shared. Uh, have they shared anything that we can construe as being racist or sexist? Oh, my God, there they are. But mm. they don't understand this point. You live in a universe where politicians are scared of saying anything except for opening up a road in their electorate. But I live in a universe where if you accuse someone of being racist, bam, 400,000 views. It's really beneficial to me to sit there and skerrick through everything that I've ever said in my life and then put the worst light possible on it. Mm. Um, so it only so helps to draw attention to the things that I'm trying to draw attention to. And on top of that, like nine today, I was on the plane, so I couldn't have done it anyway. But I go, I go out... And somebody who was doing a story for Nine said, yeah, yeah, we're doing a report today. Um, we'll, we'll let you talk on it. What's a good time for you? Expecting, like all politicians would have, oh, fuck, I get to be on national news. Dude, Nine News to me is another YouTube channel. Mm. It's a different way of looking at it. And I don't want to collab with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair. <laughs> with Peter Overton. I love that. Oh, well, you know, I love I'm only human. <laughs> I love that I saw on a bus the Peter Overton thing. It was like, it was something like getting to the, like behind the news, the real source that no, you'll get nowhere else. Who the fuck are you fooling, dude? I know. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> Who Don't else will report to you what the price of petrol was today? <laughs> Your dad? Probably. <laughs> but we have our eye on the sky. A fucking helicopter, not even a, hel a truck that's usually late. What the fuck, dude? Like, can you, can you like stop insulting the population with that? Like, stop insulting everyone. Stop assuming everyone's that fucking stupid, you know? Yeah, well, look, it's, they don't understand this point. I have my own news program now. Mm. I don't need to try and make myself look good in an interview that is designed to be hostile towards me. Dang. It doesn't benefit me. All that's going to happen pick. is you mention me. <laughs> I'm just going to rip apart exactly what like your actual intentions and motives were. The old it's not going gone. to benefit you. Yeah, the old model's gone. Where it's just like There's you've got four you minutes, and if you if you you know one eye glance wrong, your career is over. And it's not that. Yeah, Jordan's basically, he looks to me like he's Jim Carrey from the Truman Show that's just realized, hey, this guy's a wall. I'm not playing this game anymore. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, you are right. That's that's the best way to do it. No, you know what it is? We thought he was uh, Jim Carrey from the Truman Show, but he's actually Jim Carrey on walking, what is it? Man on the Moon. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Uh, what is his name? The comedian. I Andy Kaufman. Yeah, Andy yeah, yeah, Kaufman. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's let's move on from this because uh, we've given we've talked about it plenty. The next segment is every um, people <coughs> want to know about um, the situation in India. And before we get into this, I want to preface it. Yeah, I better move over by to Jordan for giving this some. I think a lot of the reporting of the India COVID catastrophe is slightly misguided because there is another aspect that needs to be looked at. So there is no doubt that India is the, the, the cases, the need for medical assistance is just off the chart. It is, it's doomsday scenario over there. 
But the other because it's Donald Trump if he was running a third world country. It's Donald Whoa. Trump, but it's it's more than that. It's it's not Donald Trump because it's not the US. What I want to when we look at India now, particularly when someone looks at the stats, they look at oh India, the third richest economy in the world after China and the US. Oh India. Uh, IPL contracts are $3 million. India is a fairly wealthy country. So we put them in the same metric as we would uh, places like the UK when um, uh, when the cases went up. Here's here's a bit of a reality check, and I'm I'm not trying to uh, put down, but it's, it's important to know this. Before the pandemic, mm. every public hospitals, um, there were 0.55 ventilators for every hundred people. Whoa. That, from the beginning, is horrible. So yes, the COVID situation has gotten worse, but it's also in a country that has severely malnourished its health sector for ages. The, uh, the, the success story of India, or the shining India success story, is super privatized. It hasn't, it ha the, the wealth hasn't flowed the same way as it has in countries like um, in Australia or even uh, China. Do they have public mm. hospitals? They do have public hospitals, but they are severely malnourished. Under, pandemic yeah. or no pandemic. Mm. They have never. And and I'm st and same goes for countries like Pakistan. We are from the we're basically just brothers. We have severely neglected health education throughout our history. And countries like India, the onus is on them more because they were in a situation where they were growing rapidly. But their health funding has always been abysmal. Even today, after the pandemic, there are calls to allocate 2.5% of the budget to the health sector, which is being considered crazy. Uh, it's insane. Do you know how much we spend on our much? health sector? Like how much we, we spend a lot of money. It's close. It's around 6 to 7% at this point. Uh, not the third. And it's growing. But it's... And they don't they don't private they don't prioritize it. They never have Modi or no Modi. Even the idea like and then you have here's a flip side of India. Then there are private hospitals which charge exorbitant amounts of money. And you know what? They do have oxygen. You just need to be able to afford it. And most Indians are poor, so they can't so afford India it. India is like really harshly capitalist, like old school. India is harshly capitalist. It has become the thing was, it was quasi-socialist until the 90s, and it wasn't earning enough money. Then in the 90s, they did some economic reforms, and they became a lot more capitalist. But unlike what I would say was the Chinese model, where they utilized those funds into uh, public sector, India never really did that. India just made a parallel economy where like the private sector just started going insane, where you've got people like Ambani's that live in India that have the richest or Adani, for that matter, that are mm. probably mm. would compare to any billionaire in US, China, mm. or UK, or Australia. But in the same, like, that the most expensive house in the world is right on top of a slum. Mm. That India hasn't even attempted to negotiate with that issue. Anyway, the so LA my, of India. But worse than LA, because the US hasn't done it the way India has. The US has invested money into the right, US right. spends more money on their healthcare system per capita than any other country in the world, including us. What? Yes. So the yeah, US. Yeah, but that's a scam. Uh, it may be, but still. Contracts, right? There are a lot more per person, per 100 ventilators in the US than there are 
in uh, So what you're in saying India. is it was like a cluster bomb waiting to go off with something like COVID. I, I'm just saying even pre-pandemic, it was a serious concern. Gotcha. Now it's just insane. It's it's. What are the numbers? The numbers of people that are dying? It's really yeah. bad, eh? Well, we don't even know the numbers because yeah, journalists, journalists, they're saying it's about uh, 3,000 people or 4,000 people or something every day. Dying. Yeah, but then Damn. but then, like uh, you look at the independent, like journalists on the ground, they go to hospitals and they tally the numbers of people that are died from COVID and they go to the, uh, the cremation spots and the numbers don't add up. There's way more people dying. They went to a hospital and asked the person that records all of this, why do you think that is? And he's like, I'm not surprised at all because most people are dying at home. Do you know why? Most people can't even afford to even go to the public hospital because the logistics of it. Dude, they they don't have the room. They're just dying outside. Apparently they're like cremating people like in the streets and they're just like, Yeah, they're making makeshift crem- crematoriums. Damn. It's like Black Death. It yeah. is like Black Death in a place that is Fuck. never was equipped to handle such a thing. But wait a sec, can I just ask, I thought COVID in terms of globally, this was the, you know, my ignorance, but I thought that it was kind of subsiding everywhere. It was, it was even in America, it was like they were, they were curbing it because it was really bad in America. Maybe it just took a lag time to third world countries because there's not as many flights and not many people go there. I don't know. Well, no, so I their know. populations are a bit more contained. What, what happened was that, is that not the when the case? first wave came, <clears throat> this is, okay, so now is the incompetence of the current Indian government that comes into the, when the first wave came, India went into one of the harshest lockdowns ever witnessed at that particular time. Later on, we saw lockdowns, but- That's sick, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's not sick for a country where I wouldn't say most of the people, but a fair number of people depend on (laughs) daily wages. (laughs) Sorry. There were laborers that worked daily, and then you imposed this harsh lockdown. Do you know people? Yeah, there was so they this didn't exodus. Have any they no, no, no fucking job keeper whatsoever. Oh, well, dude, but there was an exodus. Very surprising. There was an <laughs> exodus f- of uh, of labor going from cities back to their villages. People assumed that that's because the lockdown and they were instructed to do it. No, they were afraid of getting sick in the cities oh my because God. they were like, if we get sick over here, who the fuck is going to afford medical care? So they would rather go back to their village to essentially die. Uh, That's what they were. They were like, I okay, thought that they just listened to Bill Maher's uh, new rule and saying, you know what is really good for COVID? Going outside. <laughs> and put down the burger. You. So this strategy. Hey, do you think that, sorry, just as a quick side note, do you think that if India, instead of increasing its budget that it spends on health to 2.5%, they instead put that money into health programs? Inst- uh, sorry, not like not healthcare, but kind of just like, did you know that broccoli is good for you? Dude, Indians are vegetarians. Yeah, but they just eat dal. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge fan and, of dal and a lot but. of potatoes. Oh yeah, that's not very nutrition. nutrition. No, I think that uh, so. Yeah. you can increase the budget. It's nature's chips, but that's still chips. <laughs> you can increase the budgets in terms of <laughs> social. Pro- so they do have a social program of sort, which is. A step in the positive direction, which they called uh, Swachh Bharat, which I think means clean India. Because again, India, sure, it's the third richest country in the world, but it's also the country that has a huge open defecation issue, which causes diseases every year on its own right. Really? See, that's what I'm saying. If you're that poor, 
I really don't think that the answer is more ventilators and cat scans. No, it's a, it's no, a it, you definitely need it's ventilators in a pandemic. You, you need it. Yeah, no, no, you no, definitely it's need a, it's them. A but cultural can you shift. You're but India. It's a, it's a cultural shift. You know what's a great? And you'll find this interesting. I read this actually. It was about the uh, in Atomic Habits, a book I read, and it was an example about Pakistan. There was a uh, there was a you're from there. Arlo. That's where you're from. Um, there was yeah. there was no no it is. And um, that, <laughs> Um, don't and also, you read that book. Your friend Ali is not from <laughs> India. Yeah, yeah. Your hey, Miss Love. Your friend Ali. Oh, this book's really speaking to me. Um, <laughs> there was a doctor that went over to. The, you'd know about this, I'm sure. That when because it, it was talking about the uh, the the psychological effects of small like changes in co- small cultural small changes in like cultural changes. So like not about logical changes or whatever. Just just like a cultural phenomenon in terms of like making something popular and giving it a marketing effect and then it sticks in your mind because apparently in the 90s a doctor went over to pakistan and like no one was washing their hands with with, with soap and he it was a he he they couldn't they couldn't make the majority of people start using soap in when they like in the bathrooms and stuff well, and they, they can't managed, make me use soap. <laughs> and then they managed to number two only most of the time. Spoiler alert, they're still unsuccessful. <laughs> no, 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 but apparently, no, no, apparently no, that's not the case, no, actually. Yeah, yeah, apparently, yeah. apparently, uh, he managed to basically endorse some celebrities of the time and make it more culturally cool to wash your hands with soap. And then, like, 80% of like gastric diseases gone and dropping just because they just the way that they tapped into the psychology of like a habit. And he did I mean, that. Prevention is is good, but like what I'm saying is these problems huge, are right? much bigger than this was. This is pre-pandemic world where you're supposed to do this. <coughs> right now, their management yeah. has because their priorities are wrong. Their priorities when they first when the first the, when the pandemic came, India's concern wasn't how the fuck do I vaccinate 1.3 billion people. You know what they were thinking of? Ooh. We're the pharmacy for the world. We'll start exporting vaccines to third world, uh, to, uh, to other countries, and that way we can get influence. We can combat China over there. Their priorities are wrong. That's not going to work. You need to fucking fix your own public right. first. Uh. You need to understand how big of a threat you're, you are in. Wait, they're the vaccine capital of the world? Yeah, it's the pharmacy capital of the world. What? They produce, they produce all kinds of medicines that get exported to the rest of the world. In fact, there's a huge problem now because Angela Merkel recently came out and said, we need to rethink this because India is now ravaged with COVID. They clearly need vaccines, but there were contracts for vaccines all over the world that were supposed to come from India. Mm. What's so, the, oh, they're not capable. No, they are still capable, but like there is a huge ethical issue oh, ethical. where yeah, yeah, yeah. do I give vaccine to literally the person that is yeah. dying, dying next to yeah, me yeah. or send it off to Germany because we have contractual obligations. Mm. And Germany's point of view is, and it's a very selfish, but it is, they were saying like, I understand, but you, if we're going to make you the capital, the pharmacy capital of the world, you need to have your shit together. Yeah. Is basically their point. So it's kind of that like you can't you be can't that just, fucked up, yeah. and we still expect you. We've given, we've put all our eggs in one basket. So there's this whole rethinking. In fact, there's now issues with Indian foreign policy, India and the U.S., which were coming together as this like you know, um, this this coalition along with Australia and Japan as like you know the ones that are supposed to guide the 21st century. There's already rifts between Indian for uh, Indian relations with the U.S. because India, when this happened. Even before it got extremely public, they quietly called the U.S. and said, hey, look, this is a pretty bad situation. 
um, you have a lot of AstraZeneca vaccines that you're not even using because most of American population has now been vaccinated and there are even holes on AstraZeneca because they use Pfizer and other ones. So like, can you give them to us? And the response by the Americans were like, oh, sorry, these vaccines are made for US citizens. And even their press secretary came out and they said, sorry, these vaccines, and they had, there was a legal reason because when Trump sanctioned these vaccines, he said it needs to be used for, um, for, for, uh, for US. But that, India was like really shell-shocked by that uh, mm. response because they were like, hey, what about the fact that we're coalition members? You know, we share same values, we were together going to fight wars and Would stuff. Would Biden have allowed them to use the vaccines? Later, as damage control. But India is already pissed off by this. They're rethinking their US foreign policy. Shit. Because they're like, if I can't depend on you at the worst time possible, then I don't know if we can... Look, the, the geopolitical factors are such that they'll still stay together, at least for the time being, but this has caused a strain in India's relationship with the US. And I think India needs to understand that you can't, you can't be like this global geopolitical player and get prominence that way. You need to first get your house in order. You need to first be in a situation where you are strong enough, your, your institutions are strong enough to be able to withstand all of this, then you go elsewhere. You can't be poor and take over the world. You have to first get rich and then take over mm, the world. Mm, mm. And so India, Indian, the current Indian government is more interested in foreign policy objectives of how we can do this to China or how we can form a coalition with the US, how we can send vaccines to like, uh, I don't know, uh, Bangladesh and then get their problems. Their, their priorities are completely wrong. And Modi is so, um, the governance skills are so bad. Like I was saying, there was this massive lockdown which backfired because you can't do a massive strict lockdown in a country where most of the population depends on daily wages. Mm. Are you going to get people to starve? That's true. And so he did that. That backfired. Then he was like, okay, okay, okay. Um, we're not going to do any of that. And so when this new one came, they started, they were propagating that, well, we've reached herd immunity, we'd be fine. And they just fucking went into utter collapse. Shit. What you know what else? <clears throat> He probably still going to win the next election in a landslide. I don't know, but really? he did. If funnily enough, this is how idiotic the government is that while India was going through this, um, there were elections happening at the same time in a, in a state called in a, uh, in a state, the state of Bengal and Modi lost by a two third majority. Is he supposed to lose? Um, he not by a two third majority. So what is they were out? saying that he might win, but he was the one who kept going. They were like, no, we'll have elections. He allowed um, so he's in several out? of these holy and Hindu festivals where like not hundreds of thousands, millions of people congregate. It's the largest religious festival in the world. It's bigger than the Muslim pilgrimage. And he, they were like, yeah, in, in a pandemic, well, sure, just go for it. Shit. So is it at the stage where everyone has it now? Yeah, they're, they're, the other thing that they- So it pales in comparison to say Britain. Yes. Because there was a point I remember where in London they were turning people away from hospitals. Right. And people that were sick were getting in cabs with people that weren't sick Fuck. and going home. So the situation is far more dire in India, which now that I say it out loud, that's not surprising at all. Sorry, continue. Can I, can but I'm just, just it's just like, it's just scary to think that there's a, a scenario that's much worse than Britain's. <laughs> yeah. The other thing is... Uh, the Indian, there are a few, like we, we, we knew about the UK variant. There's a few variants. There's Everyone knows about like the Brazilian and there's the Indian one. I didn't know about we that. We don't know a yeah. lot. 
There's, there's well, variants. that's not surprising. Be, be, there's be, South be. African one. But what we what we, <laughs> we don't know I if know the that's from. Indian variant is more <laughs> lethal. Oh but what we know is that it's way more contagious. So I don't like in that. the first in the first wave, a family, uh, someone in the family would get uh, a positive COVID result. Everyone, in, uh, most of the people in the family would not get COVID positive. Now everyone in the family is COVID positive. Fuck. So it's spreading at a much faster. Can rate. I ask what about the surrounding country? What about Pakistan? Like all of them are bad, but Pakistan is better. Why, why is that just borders? I don't know the answer He's to that. I wish I no, that's not. It's the case. borders. I don't it's know borders. the answer in, to it. Pakistan is not allowed in India. For one, Pakistan has taken um, the uh, you know what they call them the SOPs, but like wearing masks and stuff, slightly more seriously. Like right now, how funny is this? Some of the people in Pakistan that weren't following the orders, they've got the military to patrol the streets and just be like, um, you R need to do Russian this. Style. And if you don't, then you've got to be like, you've got to like uh, do push-ups or some shit. <laughs> yes! How's that going to solve shit? Well, you can't I don't know, but it just works in India. Huh? You can't put that, it happens in India too, but Pakistan is slightly <laughs> more serious about it. But again, I don't know. Same thing happens with Pakistan. What so about like Nepal? poorly equipped that if the infections go the way India is, it will also be in a state of catastrophe. Really? What about Nepal? Because Nepal borders India, right? Yeah, they're all kind of bad. But the problem is that India is just huge. The scale of everything is much larger over there. Just Nepal population. is a small country. Just yeah, population. Close to what? 18% of the population? Are they still doing the, the flag ceremony? Well, I don't know what they're doing anymore, but I think it's too late to do anything now. Uh, what they really need to be just doing is the hell's the straight up damage control. And hopefully they learn from this that they need to privatize, uh, uh, prioritize healthcare a lot more. Mm. Um, but yeah, things are, things are pretty bad and you feel for them. But I just like the whole sort of um, the narrative in Australia is like, oh, look how bad COVID is and it's ravaged the country. Yeah, COVID is bad, but the country was also, they... Like, no, it's yeah, it's hard yeah. to say it at this point because they are down, but they needed to do it a lot better. And not now. Like, they should have been doing it for like I mean, the last 25 years. You could say the same thing to a way less degree about America, where Trump was... I mean, you I know couldn't. You, that's what I'm saying. That's a false equivalency. America, right, yeah, right, it right. could go bad in America, but America is well equipped. Yeah, right. They they the have catered... By most standards, they're well equipped, just like we are. Yeah, well I suppose too. you're right. It's But you can kind of say the same thing in Australia. Uh, mm. that's really what happened in our hospital system as well, that they've just been stripping it bare for the last nine years and we would have been much better equipped if they did not. The exact same things are happening, I guess, globally, which is that the public sector is slowly dissipating. Right. And I suppose it's just going to be way worse in a country like India. Mm. It is the case of the world, though. And in, in particular for Australia, my criticism is the whole debate right now is, is the Australian government evil for banning Indians from coming at a time of catastrophe? That's a whole debate on together. But what we should really be talking about is why is the Australian government a year on, now we should blame a bit, uh, blame ourselves too. Why a year on from the pandemic, why do we still not have a decent quarantine facility? Right now, people are like, I'm, a lot of people just be like, oh, it's it's evil and everything. I, it is, but at the same time, I also understand how 
inf- how infectious the strain is. I also Very understand scary. that 50% of the people in quarantine facilities are now coming with COVID. So I empathize, but I think the this, the, the focus wait. should not be on is the government evil or not. The focus should be on how incompetent is our government that we still don't have a decent quarantine facility. We shouldn't have been in this position where we have to ban people. That's something we should need to look, you know, That's we need to look at ourselves. Approach. It's too easy for people to be like, there, that's evil. That's good. That's evil. That's mm, evil. That's good. <laughs> that's evil. It's so dumb. Six months ago. Well, at least they mulled over one of the evil ones. <laughs> but six months ago, uh, Queensland Premier Palaszczuk, six to seven months ago, started suggesting publicly that, hey, these hotel quarantine um, options oh, is, was a makeup option. Like, but we really need to be setting up a proper facility. And I remember Scott Morrison was laughing at her. He said, ha ha ha, well, try to convince your people to do it or try to convince the, uh, the other premiers to do it. Bitch, what's your job? You are supposed to be convincing her. She's saying something that's actually legitimate. Mm. It's, we are also incompetent. Maybe not as incompetent as the Indian government is, but we're not that great either. No. Nah. It's just that there's more wealth here, so it's easier for mm. people. And the other thing is, yeah, if you're wealthy, you don't just pray to Vishnu that you don't get it. Yeah. And again, I suppose Scott Morrison did do that, and he is wealthy. Yeah. But the average person, if they have enough wealth and enough resources, they know basic steps that they can take. And our population is... As opposed to just being like, yeah, well, the festival, John, I'm not, not going to go. Yeah, and then when our, obviously our population is a fucking minuscule, minuscule compared to India, so that's obviously a fucking massive, massive component. And in my view, it's still too hard. Too big, man. Take that to the bank. Uh, no, look, it's all very concerning, and pff, I don't know. I mean, the fuck do you even say to that? Like, nothing. I don't even. What you? What you? There's nothing you can do. This pandemic will say? eventually like, get over. Eventually, yeah. things will go back to normal. However long it takes—two years, three years—and I'm hoping that once we hit that point where things go back to normal, I hope that all of our governments, including the Indian government, looks at themselves a little bit and prepare themselves. Not just for another pandemic, but just giving their citizens a quality life. Spend less on Raphael jets and trying to colonize the Indian Ocean and spend more on health and education. Well, that's not going to (laughs) happen. I think, I I hope it will. I hope it will. (laughs) How do you know? Because, dude, it's Modi. I don't know anything about Modi. He's so lame. Is he? (laughs) Yeah. What's his vibe? I don't know anything about him. You know what it is? Uncharismatic. Dumb, medieval Trump. Oh, damn. Don't you think? That's it's rough. It's just Donald Trump with none of the redeeming factors. Yeah, he's like a Hindu nationalist. Right. He, well, at least he believes in something. Yeah, As yeah. opposed to Trump just being like, I did make Trump steaks, damn it. That's what I believe in. <laughs> and they were tasty. <laughs> Fuck. Well, yeah. that's. I'm definitely going to look more in, like look into that. I mean, I didn't know about it, but... Um, Carl, what's his name? Carl Stefan, um, Stefanovic. Yeah. Stefanovic. He uh, he he got into an a live brawl with Scott Morrison over this issue. Really? What he yeah. was like? Mm, such a Carl thing to do. But go on. Uh, basically, Carl was saying it's really unfair that you've banned uh, Australians from coming here, and uh, Scott Morrison was saying that we've ba- we've based it on like risk perception, blah blah blah. No one ever mentioned like why you weren't prepared for it. Yeah, again, uh, it's probably it's probably at this at this uh, 
And it's got position a good move because we don't have the facilities. It's like it's like being like, you know what I mean? It's like being like, it's like if you had this preemptive measure, it would all be fine. You're too incompetent to have it. So yeah, this is probably the best move now, but that's not a congratulations. Well, that's an explosive uh, is it? opinion at the moment because right. uh, the there's a lot of people upset about the banning of Indians because there's like 9,000 Australians that are currently in India, including cricketers. Yeah, <laughs> right. but if you've got no quarantine base, yeah, what do f- you do? Yeah, what do you do? We do have a quarantine base, but I think, look- It's called I, the Ruby Princess. It's, it, I am- <laughs> Just- off the shore. <laughs> I'm guessing. I'm guessing. It's not a bad idea. Actually. That the risk perception of the number crunchers that advised the chief medical officer said that if we allow it, there is a risk that it will seep into the community. And from what we can gather from the data that we have from India, that if it goes out, it's going to be a lot harder to contain it because it's way more infectious. Yeah. Well. So it's that. Then there is another opinion that no, we should be fine. We should be able to cater for them. I don't know the facts. Should be, but it's risky, dude. Yeah, like we couldn't even do it when there was a couple of Germans in, um, yeah, in in Victoria. I don't think Carl would be as happy if he gets that strain. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what if it was you, Carl? Think about it. You clearly <laughs> have. But, but Scott Morrison did say something Carl. that made uh, <laughs> Scott Morrison did say something that made Carl go. <laughs> Scott Morrison. Sorry, Scott. Scott Scott Morrison was saying how um, uh, Carl was saying uh, this is unprecedented that you just ban people from coming in, citizens coming in. And Scott Morrison says, "Well, I did with the China too, (laughs) when the Wuhan crisis first started." Mm. And that's true. The other thing is for people saying it's unprecedented. There's one example. Then the other example was um, ISIS brides. You know, all the women that went uh, to oh, Syria and yeah. Iraq to fight, technically they hadn't made, they had, their husbands may have committed crimes. Right. They could have been taken there out of force. We don't know. We, we need to like try them to find but out they if they are they guilty. Weren't let back. But we didn't let them come in. So it's not that unprecedented. I don't yeah. know if it's the best move either. So I don't want to like say I'm, I'm on the side of the Liberal Party on this. I, they know what the risk perceptions are. It sounds pretty fucking serious. I don't know. It doesn't seem like a stupid Things in India are not fun right now. I like so many people that I know my brother knows who's like, yeah, my dad has COVID. My, my auntie died from COVID. Like everyone has, every Fuck. fucking person has someone from the immediate family member that has it. Fuck. Damn. It's insane. I wonder what would happen if it got to North Sentinel Island. Where's that? Dude, that would kill all of them. Where's that? That's the uh, island of uncontacted people that that apparently are a little more contacted than we thought. Right, right. Shit. And the only people that do contact them are Indians. So there must be their version of Scott Morrison right now just being like, that's it, no more waving at that fishing boat. (laughs) Ah, fuck. But you think that it'd kill everyone there? Yeah. yeah, I wonder I what their quarantine strategy would be. There's ah, like voodoo. Aren't there like ten people there? I guess just like give them a room. I think it's two hundred and fifty. Shit, yeah, right. that's a big population. But I'm just I'm guessing uh, COVID. It'd be really interesting <laughs> to see how uncontacted <laughs> tribes handle COVID. They wouldn't handle. But I don't know actually. Either it'd be really good or they'd actually be okay because they're nah, obviously they won't be. They have no immunity. They haven't been contacted by the rest of us. But I feel like they even maybe without they COVID, just they would die. make the tough decisions that we all want our leaders to do, i.e. B- 
bash the old chick over the head with a rock. But the thing is, they they live healthy. Like they, they, they don't eat like. Yeah, you know, but they, they don't have, have those uh, those immunities that you have being from like an from a community. But surely there's that a certain has interacted level. with the yeah. Rest but of but the world. do we have immunities no, to COVID? Yeah. Isn't that why no, it's we don't a have immunities to COVID. But, you know but they don't have immunities you know to anything. But you know they don't even immu- have immunities you know to flu. You know what's the first fucking barrier against like fighting uh, infectious uh, diseases? I have immunity to COVID, Jushay. Yeah, well, or he left hey, dementia. Hey, yeah. Hell yeah. Time to make contact with North Sentinel. <laughs> no, dude, the first, the first like f- uh, the battlefront of like de- Have you defeating heard of disease. Allah? What, defeating <laughs> defeating uh, infectious And they'd be like, yes, I listen to the speaker every fucking day, you asshole. Yeah, turn it down. <laughs> Anyway, go on, go on. eating, having a good immune system and eating like f- well is a good way to fight. No, it's it for disease. sure. But like, so like look, I think they'd be fine. They'd be better off. I, I understand that. That's true for all of us. Yeah. But less so for uncontacted tribes. I don't know if it would be. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. No, 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 no. no. When, when, because uh, their cousins or closest relatives that are on islands that are close by, I can't remember what they're called, the Jawanese. I just remember that they have a very similar name Charlie. to those little people in hoods in Star oh. Wars that are trying to junk C-3PO. Yeah. It was like, get off me, get yeah, off me. Like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, they're yeah. cool. They uh, pretty much are <laughs> dying for the same reason, which is just what happens in colonization, that even when you're trying to be nice to the people like the Indian government somewhat is... Is all those diseases just go straight through their communities and kill them all off? I guess you're right. Then it's best for. But I want to know what their quarantine procedure is for something that they don't know exists. Yeah, Jesus, they don't have a quarantine. It's so weird that the whole world for the last year has completely stopped, except on North Sentinel. It's been exactly the same. It's pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah, it's kind of cool. Finally, some poetic justice, you know? For what? For them just being like, we were right. You don't need iPhones, you know. (laughs) Now. The next question: What is an iPhone? <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. There's advantages to living on a small, isolated island. Well, recently I was just at some baller's mansion. I was looking at it and thinking, "Fuck, this is the pinnacle of civilization." Yeah, it was a mad house, but at the same time, I was just thinking, probably would be better just walking through a forest and killing a pig. Yeah, definitely. I think that's everyone knows that. It's just that you want the esteem and you want to leave a, what do you call it, a legacy and make something of yourself, whatever that means. But I know that when everyone gets to 60, they're like, I just want to grow tomatoes, you know? Yeah. Facts. Yeah, hard facts. I think that I'd be much more proud of making a ceramic bowl that took me three days <laughs> on fire that wasn't hot enough to do it. Definitely. Anyway, should we close out on memeing my friend's bird page? Yeah, yeah. That's oh, true. and also I need to close out on memeing myself. You do that? No, you do that first. The camera has stopped working for some reason. So oh, that's the camera that I need. I I'm going to have to move to your seat, miss. That's, but you that's fine. Okay, well, let's just do this quickly. So this is just something for you to do for me. So a friend of mine, she's like really lovely, super, she's like a really polite, lovely English uh, lady. And she's a fiance of my best mate. Anyway, this is, you're, yeah, anyway, she has a bird uh, photography Instagram page and it's mad. And she, she's just like, she's like, I think it's good, but I haven't got many followers. I'm like, well, I have a large audience. So uh, let's see if we can fix that. So anyone watching, how what are numbers? We're still, we're up there with numbers. 
Okay, I just want you to go and follow her page. That's it. And maybe you can do like hashtag Brighton for life. I think that'll scare her adequately enough. Cause she was like, don't do it. No, I'll have to post more. It's too, too much pressure. And I'm like, yeah, sometimes you need a bit of a push. So go on fluffy underscore AVEMS. So F-L-U-F-F-Y underscore A-V-E-M-S personal blog, Birds of Australia and perhaps beyond. And, uh, and that's a bit of a tease. Yeah, yeah, and I I want you, I want you to, I want to get her a thousand. Can we get her to a thousand, please? Having not seen this Instagram page, I'm imagining Birds of Australia is one Show me, show me. Let me, let me give it a, uh, well, uh, that's just my a, seal of approval. That's just a photo. Do you want me to find the real one? That's just a photo. Here, I'll find a- Find me the page. Okay, okay. Let's do a quick review. Let's see if it's even All right. worth it. No, it is. It's, she's good. Hold on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then once you're there done- you go. Okay, okay. Real, for, real film, none of this digital shit. Hey man, this is actually a good page. I'll show Jordan. But you know why I want to do it? You know, really polite, lovely English people Aww, that are talented nice and they do that whole thing of like, oh no, I, I couldn't possibly do that. Like the nicest person ever. Like, no, no, that's silly. I, I can't, I don't want to be a bother. All I can do is wear cardigans. Yeah, just just, just totally just sort of like, I don't want to be a bother. It is, it's a picture of an Indian miner. First shot, that's why you need to sign up. I'm just like, she's like, I don't want to be a bother. I'm like, no, you do want to be a bother. I want you to get to a thousand. I want, no, you're, just, you're a fucking legend. I want you to get up there. I want the, you need the followers. I'm sick of it. I'll follow her. I yeah. Actually, what I a wholesome like Instagram page yeah. instead of, do you want to see my roided ass? I know. Yes, I do. <laughs> but I also want to see birds. Yeah. So guys, please, can we get her to a thousand? And if you want to write something, just be like, just say she's from Brighton. So be like, hashtag Brighton life. Don't be mean because she's such a sweet, lovely person. And she didn't want me to do this. She was like, no, no, I don't want it's no, honestly, don't do it. Anyway, I've got some scones for you. I'm like, nah, nah, sorry. I'm doing it. You're too nice. It's happening. Yep. Okay. That's great. Yeah. And it's also great that the next page down from this is flume. <laughs> Second, <laughs> the second most visited <laughs> Instagram page of Miss Loves. I, fuck, what? That does not make sense. Are you releasing tasty tunes? This is a troubling time for us all. Anyway, one all right, more, so one more time, one, one more time. Fluffy Avems. Maybe that's why not many people are follow, following it, Lucy, because I don't know what the fuck that means. But uh, yeah, F. Uh, you got it. Fluffy Avems. Just uh, that's not going to work. But is, what are they saying? Are they going to do it? No, not a Ven. Why couldn't we? Fluffy A V E M S. Yeah, look, a- they're they're still talking about what we were speaking. Oh, for fuck's sake, Fluffy underscore A Vems. I bet it's just gonna. Oh, it's all, I think it's already done. 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 It's already done. going up. Yeah, it's going up right now. It's going up in real time. Two two seven. It was like one thirty something. It's going up right Holy now. Shit, that's Whoa, cool. that's like now that's power. Hey, you guys rule. And yeah, if you want to write something, just write Brighton Life. Don't be mean. She's like an absolute champ. I just think, and, and for me, it'll be a funny joke because just seeing her being like, I can't believe, no, you, ah, I'm getting the scones is going to make me personally really happy, you know? Well, I'm, I'm, and glad I'm really that happy that, page, that you are like a kingmaker of Instagram <laughs> <laughs> and have Aaron already given him more followers than Forrest Hall the band has. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that amazing? You're so good at everything except self promotion. I'm such a dick. 
Feel free to follow, follow Forrest Hall. No, 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 unfollow no, Forrest Hall. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Right, no, don't unfollow yes. Forrest Hall. I need the you Forrest. You had your plug. <laughs> you wasted it, Miss Love. Fuck. Sweet one sweet. a year. One a year. No Forrest Hall. Just fluffy Avems. <laughs> like one time I could fucking promote my band. I was like, nah, nah, no chance. No chance. Unfollow uh, Forrest Hall. Yeah. Unfollow Forrest no, Hall. No, no, follow please. that fluffy birds. And if you miss having music in your Instagram page, follow Flume. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. He needs Flume it. needs it. The guy living in a mansion in LA for like that guy needs it. Fuck Forrest Hall. <laughs> All right, switch seats because you need that camera. For yeah, something. jump on. Hey, good job. Two fifty already. This is. Geez. How many did she have before? One thirty-eight. Holy shit! She's gonna have a very, very Dude, uh, that's interesting gonna, morning. I, I hope I get. A, I hope I get a message because that's gonna be really good. All right, Jordan, that's your camera. Whatever you want to say. This one? Yeah. Dude, say it like say it like hot ones. That camera, that camera, that camera. No, Tell us what you got going on in your life. But it's that just camera, that camera. That ca yeah, just that camera, <laughs> especially seeing as that camera doesn't work. What's <laughs> new at Friendly Geordies? <laughs> that camera is also the worst camera imaginable. It's one that you would have gotten as a birthday present in year eight. Hey, I bought it with my heart. <laughs> Do you know who bought it year for eight me? Money. That camera was but brought to me by Clive Palmer. <laughs> true story. True story. Uh, all right, go. Well, I have a special announcement for you. Gather round, yon boys and girls. If you would like to be an editor for your old pal, friendly Geordies, we have an opening. That camera. That camera. And that is why I need an editor because <laughs> <laughs> I. Definitely need another one to join the family. And by join the family, I mean I'm probably not going to talk to you ever in your entire life. <laughs> I'll have someone liaising with you, possibly Christo, who will come over to your house and hand over dumps of Miss Love's just scouring through, I'm assuming, MasterChef and getting my <laughs> response of, Duh. Oh, yeah, that looks pretty good. And you will be continuing... <laughs> The wheel that is the most vital news service in the country. And so I'm saying that your country needs you if you are from the Sydney area and not this greater Sydney area. I don't want to hear anyone say, well, I'm from Gosford. <laughs> no Gosford allowed. Yeah, no I'm one from, from Gosford allowed. No Holsworthy allowed yeah, either. And it tears me up inside. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, I know this is all news. This is all new news to me, but like, uh, can you afford another? We'll talk about that later. <laughs> No, but I'm taking a punt. I'm going to be giving you some part-time work here and there because I think that what the aim is is to get to five videos a week and you can be part of that. So here's what I want from you. You are going to edit me in the following clip. The next few things that I say, you are going to turn into a friendly Geordie's video and you're going to send it through. And if you got chaps, damn. I'll move away because I'm is, still on this camera. This is sick. Yeah, I'll is, stay. I'll I feel stay. like I'm one of those like old, early jazz things where it's like, this is the show. If you impress Miles, you're in, you know? It's the only way that you should get a creative job. I like that. Yeah. Isn't this so much better than, my mum works at the ABC. You hate kid. Yeah. Uh, your mom's not talented. I assume you're not going to be either. Don't rock the boat. Wait, the following words come now, right? Yeah, go on. Go following on. words are now. I don't know if this is widespread news, but I personally 
don't like Scott Morrison, or as I like to call him, Mr. Beanbag. Did you know that Scott Morrison recently bunged up COVID? It's true. Just ask me. Also, I think that this guy who's an expert uh, in immunology also said something very similar. And I quote, Scott Morrison is not the best in the world at uh, his job in protecting the Australian public. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Not just me, an expert said that. Therefore, I'm right, because that guy thinks that I'm correct. Anyway, let's move on to the next important piece of today. MasterChef, look at that capsicum. Whoa, that's red. It reminds me of a baboon's ass. Um, let's look at what else they're cooking today. Oh, ice cream, you can't cook that. Nonetheless, I'll continue talking about it for another 10 minutes so that we can get the advertising rev and pay for your salary. Hey, make sure that you like, subscribe, and if you want to see more videos about MasterChef, how about you actually tell me that because I would like to know Twitch family. This is not part of it anymore. You can actually include this if you want to, but I am just genuinely curious. Should we treat MasterChef as maths? Anyway, thank you very much for your time. All right, that's what you're going to turn into how did Where did they send it to you? Uh, You... <laughs> send, ah, thank you so much. All right, no, that's the end of the broadcast. Send, thank it, you. send it to podcast at friendlygeordies.com. Also, come on, fluffy AVMs, get it up there. 261, we want more. It, more! Okay, okay, okay perfect. Uh, thank you guys. Thanks for the idea of MasterChef. No, no, MasterChef is dead. I like Clap, Ma clap, I, clap. Yeah. By the way, did you just, did you write that or did you just. Was that an oh, impromptu that speech? Well, it is my entire job to just talk off the top of my head. Yeah, I am impressive. like Bomb Funk MC, free straight off the top of my dome. Was that actually impressive? It was. Because I, I, I always think that I'm a terrible speaker and then people come up to me in real life and say, hey, you're better at doing public speeches than I am. Wow. <laughs> just, just, just <laughs> do it professionally. But no, that was really good. That was actually just, just, really good. Just quickly, I... <laughs> The boyfriend of Lucy, the, whose page it is, who is the most polite person ever and has never sworn in her life, just messaged Mikey, her fiance, and said, quote, what the fuck is happening to my phone? Yes! <laughs> keep keep <laughs> at it, good keep note. at it. We love that. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> and I really like the fact that you didn't use it to plug your own band. See you next year. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> See you.